Hello and welcome to 52 Lists with Maria Seal. Today we have my favorite creative power couple. It's Jess Phoenix and Tom Delongchamp, the two coolest names that you've ever heard next to each other. Am I correct? Yes. Jess is an illustrator and pattern designer who specializes in floral artwork. Most of her flowers and leaves are imagined and act as a vehicle for her to create vibrant color relationships. When she's not creating art, she's probably petting a cat somewhere. Sir Donchon is an animator, portrait artist, and digital puppeteer. You may wonder what that means. If you watch the video, you'll see it. His work revolves around faces, improvisation, and personal expression. Welcome to the show, Jess and Tom. Thanks for having us. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Um, Jess does have a, a touch of a raspy tone to her voice. I do. Today. It's husky. <clears throat> it's musty, deep. It's the sound of our times. Yeah, it's not COVID. Surprisingly, it's uh, it was it's one of the other ones floating around. But yeah, it it hit me hard. I'm sorry. That's evil and cruel to you of all people. The sweet, tender angel who also has a dark side. You're a Scorpio? <laughs> no, no, I'm a Pisces. You're a spicy Pisces. I'm a Pisces Aquarius cusp. I guess I don't know what that okay. necessarily means. Okay. And, and I was actually looking up my other things the other Ooh. day, and I don't know what they mean, but I Tell think me. I, uh, uh, I'm a, am I a Sagittarius rising and, uh, and a Gemini moon? <gasps> no wonder we get along so well. Yeah. I don't so know what I, I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Gemini sun. I'm also a Sagittarius rising, which means that you're always a little bit itching to do something else, try something else, try something new. Uh, that's how you kind of present to the world. But you definitely present also as a spicy Pisces, which means um, you you seem, appear cool, calm, collected on the outside to other, you know, newcomers in your life. Uh, but inside you are brewing with thoughts and feelings and emotions and waves of things. And there's a lot more to you than meets the eye. That to me is the Enneagram four coming out, which is, yeah. um, that's, that's, that's my, that's my deal. I, I love uh, the Enneagram. Well, well I'm a, I'm a spaghetti Saurus. Uh, I knew it. I had so, a feeling that's somewhere right between yeah. Pisces and, uh, Tweedledums, I believe. Yeah. I don't but mean I to be li- belittle. Wait, what? Tell you're me. a leap. You're a Libra, yeah. Libra, October Libra. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I feel that makes sense to me. You, you always feel like Tom. You got the balance. He's got dimension, but he's always evening it out. He's got. Yeah. He's pretty even, <laughs> I'd say. Uh, oh, by the um, way, I'm duck. I don't know what I am. Right. Yeah. I. Uh, duck energy. Hmm. Duck energy. Duck. Um, duck has a touch of chaotic energy. Um, uh-huh. Duck might be a Gemini. Ooh. You might be like me, Ducky Poo. Um, we're people who others either love or hate. Either you're into the duck or you're not. And if you're not, get out. Oh. Get out. 
okay, yeah. I'll, I'll bring it back to Tom. Okay. Oops. If you're just listening, I recommend that you go to my Substack and watch the video because we don't just have two guests on the show today. We have multi-guests because uh, Tom has a multiverse in his mind and computer. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do, Tom, and who Duck uh, it. Yeah, uh, I studied animation at Rhode, Rhode Island School of Design, and that's where I met Jess, actually. We're married, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that, but uh, um, but, but I, um, I've been working in this uh, format called Flash for 20 years, and Flash is big in the early two, 2000s and stuff, but um, I still work in it because it kind of rules, even though it's not used as a web platform anymore. It's great for making rich media stuff, interactive animation, and that's primarily how I use it is animating assets that are controlled with code, and I control them via key presses with my fingers. So it's like a like a modern day puppeteer thing. But I, you know, I'm not actually a big fan of puppets, like cloth puppets. Mm -hmm. So it, I feel a little bit embarrassed sometimes even calling it puppets, but they mm -hmm. are, I mean, uh, they're more dynamic than a traditional, well, it depends on the puppet show, but, uh, but when, you are a Muppet you know, guy. when he's like, yeah, you're well, a Muppet yeah. guy, I'm a Muppet gal. Well, yeah. But I mean, when, if your friend was like, Hey, I'm going to have a puppet show come to my puppet show you'd be like i no i no. don't that doesn't sound good <laughs> i'm okay i'll pass but if you say let's watch the muppets then you're like sure of course let's 100%. do it and what makes your your cartoon mess live so fascinating is i don't think before seeing cartoon mess live i had never seen someone it's like you're improving cartoons you mm -hmm. you've got the animation you've got the imagery there but you're yeah you are literally creating it all on the spot yeah yeah no, we work together we're partners and uh it's you're pretty good at it tom <laughs> thank you duck appreciate that you're welcome buddy so yeah that's it's kind of like a magic show yeah kinda. yeah like i like to surprise people and stuff that's part of the fun yeah no wonder you like a pisces Two little spices. It's like your salt and pepper <laughs> together forever. Um, speaking of puppets, um, did you ever watch the puppets in the 80s? Or watch Muppets, I mean, excuse me, Muppets in the 80s. There are a few songs that have popped back into my head this week that I cannot stop singing, such as 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 11, 12. Absolutely. Well, that one's so good. And then there's also yeah, the, just, yeah, a new way to walk. Walk, walk. I got a new way to walk. Ever heard it? I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't remember that one either, but I believe you. It's a groovy <laughs> tune. Um, which brings me to this groovy gal, slash they, much like me, Jace. Behind yeah. Jess. You will see, if watching video, one of her beautiful pieces of art on a quilt because she makes, her patterns are so vibrant and beautiful and they can fit perfectly on so many things. She's done 
you know, stuff for Sephora that have been on their windows. She's done totes and bags. She's done a bajillion cards for all of time. She has quilts. Tell me a little bit about all the things that you have made. Yeah. Um, so I've been a uh, illustrator designer for years and years now, and I uh, have been working for the same company for a very long time, but I think it was in 2015, 16, I just kind of felt like I really needed my own thing that was just mine. And so I started uh, making artwork, making, uh, I mean, I was trying to play with color really. And I, I tried doing abstract stuff at first, but as much as I love abstract, it's, it's really hard, yeah, <laughs> really, really hard. And I just decided, well, I'm just going to do flowers. Flowers are easy and it's an easy way to play with color. So I was doing that. And this was back in the wonderful heydays of Instagram when you could actually mm -hmm. grow an audience. So I grew an audience and uh, then just kind of proceeded to figure out how many things I could get my stuff onto and so I'm still in the process of like wanting my stuff on more things because I like I like the physicality of um you know just seeing my artwork printed or you know on fabric or on a truck what you've done a truck uh, uh yeah a food truck um and uh haagen containers that was a big one though I've yet to actually physically <laughs> have one of those containers because they didn't sell them in the U.S. Very different companies, actually. But um, yeah. So and then these blankets, these, these are the new ones. And I didn't I didn't wait. I didn't weave them. Uh, there's a great <laughs> company in North Carolina that uh, does that for me. But yeah, they're really cool. I, I love being able to just send off my files and then they, they just send me samples. They're like, Hey, for free. And um, yeah, this one actually isn't even the final uh, design. Like I, I tweaked the colors a bit, but um, yeah. You're just master makers. You are, I don't even, I don't know. There are so many things that I admire so much about both of these people and it's extra, extra beautiful that you also happen to be partners in life and that you love each other so much. And I, uh, I feel like there's a lot of uh, couples that I think rely heavily on each other for inspiration. But to me, it feels like you both have such clear lanes of who you are as individuals. And when you do work together and create something together it feels so true on its own and I just admire that so much you're not you're not a codependent pair of life suckers you are <laughs> you are too well you know I mean when you've been together for a long I mean, long long time and you've lived through a pandemic everybody's gonna have a few codependent tendencies don't worry oh yeah oh but, yeah <laughs> but you are so uniquely yourselves and I admire you so 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 much Tell me a little bit about Grandma, who is one of a beautiful mm -hmm. example of two artists coming together. Um, well, Grandma is the character that I do on Tom's show. And it's funny because, and Tom can speak to this a little more, but um, she was kind of one of the very first animated puppets that Tom made. Um, take it away, Tom. 
Yeah, well, uh, I mean, she was the first, like, concerted effort character. Yeah, I think. I mean, I had made some other little things, but uh, but it was well. Jess and I have always connected uh, on humor and 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 being goofy together. Like that was from the first time we met. Well, or the second time we met. I was a little moody the first time we met, but um, the uh, um, to create a character for her and to see her go off on it was really exciting for me because um, I know that w- when Jess and I first met, she would show me with her hand how she could do phonetic pronunciations with her hand like she was like she would even get like a a tongue with her pinky like i mean people listening it's not gonna make sense but uh, (laughs) i just remember jess has always had this like uh audio acuity of like sensitivity of like remembering audio and words and also being able to re uh to recite things because she did theater and other things so grandma is just this um little package of uh jess energy that it kind of is hidden from normal life a lot of the time it's kind of like um she gets to kind of express herself in a completely different way that's still really her um and and so yeah it's just been fun uh when we first started i was playing the boyfriend of grandma <laughs> because grandma uh, jess's real life grandma had a boyfriend named bob so we were trying to like base it off them but yeah grandma up... is based off of my actual grandma um nice. <laughs> somewhat but, but yeah, yeah we ended up we ended up kind of killing off bob in the animation realm because we didn't want to like follow it too closely as far as representing the real world and stuff <laughs> but grandma will forever be partly inspired by Jess's grandma obviously but uh it's kind of it works a lot it works a lot better to have that character be single though too yeah she's a free <laughs> willing woman yeah it, Tom, tom's shows are generally i mean what is it we we we, we switch the terminology to all ages um not that it's for kids, but try not to get like too spicy with language and uh, innuendo and stuff. But that kind of all goes out the window with grandma and grandma's yeah. show. Um, there's more grandma spicy. Yeah, grandma's spicy. Um, we like yeah. it that way. Yeah, I, I love being grandma. And I love you and I love grandma and I love every character. Um, can we chat a little bit about Borb? Who is Borb? Oh, Borb, beloved Borb. Yeah, um, I could even kind of bring Borb into the place, but I'll, I'll talk about him first. So uh, early on in my experimentation with this format of like live. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I even expressed that I do live streams with these characters. So yeah. I'm like doing Twitch. live live shows on twitch.tv slash Tom Thinks. Um, uh, so I had been experimenting with duck and, and doing this like improv format where we dry, draw live drawings and then the drawings come to life and it's like a skit thing. But I started creating other formats where I, I had an idea to make a, an animation demonstration, almost like program where I could like live animate things. Um, and I was testing it and I pressed play 
and I kept drawing while it was playing and it made this wiggling drawing. And I was like, holy, can I swear here? Is you can. I was like, holy shit. What is this? <laughs> because it was uh, like literally an animated drawing was happening. And I, I'm like, wait, I didn't know that you could do that, like that it would do that, you know? So I kind of fell into this discovery of um, like, I call it temporal drawing because it's time-based drawing where it captures where you are in the moment and kind of slices and dices all of your mark making into different time points. And, um, and then it loops and it creates this wiggling. Uh, and Borb, I, I thought, well, I need to make a character that can use this in the moment, you know? And I kind of dropped the idea of making an animation show and making it a painting show where Borb is kind of like a, a Bob Ross inspired uh, standing next to a big canvas and painting a picture. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big portrait artist person and I love faces and people. And I've been drawing portraits for years in different methods. So I thought, well, Borb can draw different portraits with this wiggling animated painting thing. And so, yeah, that that's how it started. And um, I mean, it's been over 250 episodes since I started Borb in 2019. So that's yeah, he's, he's alive and well. Um, and I could even, for those that are watching visually, I could crack open his, um, his file really quick. I don't want to like take to take up too much time with it, but like just to kind of show basically what it looks like. Um, Love. But um Orb's a cool guy, you know, he's a got a really uh dynamic sense of self. Look at him, look at this guy. He's actually a he's a butternut squash. That's kind <laughs> of what we decided. He's a gourd. Uh so we're like, okay, well, what what's the one that you know looks the most? And I think it's like a butternut squash. His stem is gone. Um, but he has a magic shirt. Uh, which is why he has like no arms. People are like, oh, where's his hand? But it's because yeah. it's a magic shirt. Um, and yeah, you could talk for a gourd. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a gourd and uh, I like to paint. And uh, that's what I was doing. I don't have my mic on the draw on the canvas. It's usually scratchy, scratchy, boom, boom. Mm. Um, but I don't have that mic on right now. Sorry. That's all right, but, Borb. Uh, We're just happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Is uh, this, um, do we have some sort of flame happening here? Is this a this gourd? What are we revealing? Purple light. I don't know. It's abstract. Uh, it's revealing um, a, a broken sink. A broken Very sink? Very artistic. What? I think you have a, a green screen effect on. <laughs> Holy crap. I forgot that was on. <laughs> whoops i see this is why what happens when we mix realms here no here uh there I like now that the thing that it revealed it wasn't anything scandalous which was literally a broken sink it was a broken sink yeah that that's um oh wrong thing wait no oh my god where's let's let's keep it going where's the... i'm inside it's inside time. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I've got a whole example. <laughs> I've got a whole bag of tri- tricks up here in, in this this computer world. 
Welcome to the madness. <laughs> Speaking of madness inside your worlds, I would love to request a peek into your list number four from mm. list for togetherness. Yeah. In the spirit of love and madness, creativity, and everything in between friendship, uh, I wrote this journal to help bring people together and to have a little fun to not only get to know the people in your life a little bit more, but also to get to know you and who you are within your relationships and on your own. So I have requested that Jess and Tom fill out list number four from Fifth to List for Togetherness. And the question is from this list, circle the top five words that you value the most. And on that list are many different words from peace, independence, humor, money, love, success, to nature, home, privacy, self-expression, and adventure. And I'm very curious to hear if you have similar answers or totally different. Yeah, we don't know. We, we didn't we share with each other. Excited. Yeah, th this is exclusive first look con confrontation. Ooh, <laughs> about to be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, how, how should we do this? Tom, why don't you go ahead and let us know what your so should I should five. I just re recite the the yeah. five? Yeah. What okay. are your five? And um, then we'll get right. into a little, a little bit deeper. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll. I guess I'll do it in from highest to lowest. Uh, I did home, contemplation, independence, self-expression, and vulnerability. Mm. And Jess, what are your top five? I didn't go in any kind of ranking order. This is just the order in the list. But um, humor, love, self-expression, vulnerability, and home. Hmm. Got some I like this for you too. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like those either of you surprised each other? I'm surprised you didn't pick humor. Because well, I was tempted to, but um, I mean, should we go into deeper reasons yet? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So my first choice was home because well, I wrote that is the core of rest and safety, which includes my partner and our friendship. So yeah. like home to me encapsulates love and humor too, mm. you know, like it's kind of the whole like little dog bed. Um, that's what we, that's, so that, that that's what we call like the kind of disgusting existence that is usual normal life you know where that you hide it when people come over kind of thing mm. our, we're in the dog bed all the time and it the water's warm and we love it and we love <laughs> or the water's fine water's fine in the dog bed, squishy dog bed. <laughs> nice comfy dog bed and it's got comfort in it it's got all these other words that i don't need to focus on it it's got it all you know it's like yeah i feel that it was hard for me like i ended up not choosing love because i was like oh because love feels like it's a part of these other things that i value so much it needs to be a part of like my outward curio curiosity was my number one and for me curiosity is the way that i show myself love Mm -hmm. um but then I chose humor because it feels like a core form of love with between me and my partner 
Tom, what are, is there anything in Jess's list that surprised you or? Uh, not? so it was be, the ones that were different from mine were love and, um, humor, humor, humor. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we got most of them the same. That's true. <laughs> three, out of, three out of five. So no, I was not surprised <laughs> by her, her answers at all. Cause I know Jess is very tender yeah. and, and sensitive and I love that about her. Uh, and, um, so love makes total sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Well, yeah. I was just going to say under the love area, I just wrote, I need a lot of love. Need <laughs> it. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I just feel like how babies need a lot of love. That's me. Like, and I, I need a lot of love from Tom. <laughs> um, I need a lot of love from my cats. Um, and I do have love to give but it's just like it's this I don't know I feel like I well I actually I mean it's at the forefront of my mind the um you know being sick I've just been on sick island for like yes. two weeks and <laughs> when you're on sick, sick island dog bed. yeah sick dog bed uh <laughs> people can't touch you when you're on sick island you're very isolated and um, I had no energy. And so I just, you know, was on my couch watching Tom move around and live his life. And I just felt like, I, I mean, I felt loved bit by how he was caring for me for sure. But yeah, I, I'm kind of, I like, yeah, I want, I want to be touched. I want to be pet. I want to be, <laughs> I am cat. Here. I am cat. Really I'm not dog bed. I am cat bed. <laughs> There's a cat bed right here. It's oh. yeah, it's covered right. in hair. I I built that thing with my bare hands too. Mm-hmm. Bare and hands, no gloves. Bear. On it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, Just what are did you uh, write a little bit about what each of your words meant to you? Yeah. Um, Beyond so love, he, love is the core. Yeah, love is a love is a core thing. I mean, like, yeah, let. It is something that's present in a lot of other things, but it just, it stuck out to me. So I grabbed it. Um, (laughs) But humor, uh, I just said laughing with others is one of the best feelings in the world and making others laugh. And also humor in the sense of viewing things not as oh so serious. I feel like that's super helpful. Um, I mean, even in our relationship at times, I'm thankful that we can, uh, that we share a sense of humor. And um, I think like, this is something we may have even talked about at some point, but, uh, or I can't remember, but we don't tease each other. We're not like a teasing couple. And I know that that's a way that maybe like, well, but it's not a part of the regular vocabulary of how we laugh together. And I mean, and that's fine for people that are into that. But uh, we're not, and I'm glad that we don't. (laughs) Uh, We express our humor in in kind of more just weird ways, songs and silliness. silliness. Yeah, a lot of silliness. Um, Or just instant reading each other, too. Yeah. If you just hum, like, for a split second, I know what you're humming, and vice versa. (laughs) Well, we kind of grew up together. I met Tom Mm -hmm. when he was 18. And 
you know, we were, yeah, like your brain isn't even done forming. And oh, no. I was, well, how old was I? I was 20. Um, but oh, yeah, Norman. I know, Grandma. slightly older. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for self-expression, I, I chose that just because it's kind of like the closest thing to creativity uh, that was on the list. And I, but self-expression to me, it's not just about like the creative, like what you make. Um, as a creator, but also what you like and also how you present yourself. Um, and then for vulnerability, like vulnerability is disarming. And I love talking about deeper things with people, but also I like talking about deeper things with people when it's safe to. I think about like showing up to a party and I small talk is really hard for me. I'm one of those people that like it really shuts me down and I don't know how like even walking into a new room I sometimes can't even make eye contact with people right away it takes a while to warm up and as much as I would love to be able to you know find a safe person and start talking I think still a party environment is a lot of stimuli and so um, when there's time to when there's time to express vulnerability um, that's important to me Mm -hmm. and then for home um, I wrote that I think I began to truly appreciate home during the pandemic because before so Tom and I were very like, we'd go out to eat a lot and we had a lot of social things and I really miss that stuff and I want to get back to it. But, uh, being home all the time made me now I, I crave it more. Mm-hmm. I, I like our home time. And I also, now I completely work from home, uh, which, I love I think it's it's been great for me commuting is not good for me I do not I do not like to drive um but uh yeah uh and also I I love our house our home we bought our house in when was it 2013 coming up on 10 years yeah yeah which is an amazing thing as artists to be able to do yes on our street are a bunch of retired people and uh tech people and lawyers and mm. you know people that are just not artists and so um i do wish it was more possible for people who are creatives to have a space that is completely their own um i get real mad that that's <laughs> not a possibility <laughs> for a lot of people but yeah. i i do i i feel very thankful that you know we had the opportunity to do that yeah. Do either of you have any advice for creative people and artists who, I mean, I'm sure there are lots of people once they check out all of the work that you both do aspire to be more like you. Do you have any advice for people on uh, how to find practical ways to sustain themselves as creatives? Um, I think about this kind of stuff a lot um, and you can never truly solve it completely having a practice like where you you regularly working in mediums uh, and devoting yourself to it. There are times when it feeds you and there's times where you feel lost and feel like I'm still doing the same thing over and over again. So it's like being in tune with what actually you're curious about instead of just I'm good at it or whatever. And um, sometimes you got to find a way to like try bizarre things, try things that you don't understand or even are good at. But if you're like, I kind of like it, 
even though I'm not good at it, or I kind of like it, even though I don't know if it's good yet. Uh, like I've fallen into so many new processes or processes, but be, by just trying something new and then it grows. And then I can't, I, I follow it like following a path uh, in a forest where you're just like, I wonder what's around the corner there. It's like the same thing. And like, so I would say just uh, if you're ever feeling stagnant or lost, uh, I mean, it can go either way. You either find something new to try or do nothing. <laughs> Cause like <laughs> also doing nothing and letting your brain be restless for an extended period of time can it's kind of like burning a field so that you can grow the ash like regenerates the soil with nutrients and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that where it's sort of seems destructive, but flame can produce uh, growth uh, mm -hmm. later. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Jess, do you got I any ideas? <laughs> um, I feel like something that I really admire about you, Jess, is that you are, you've kind of created two, two paths uh, to be creative and to sustain yourself, both in uh, a more traditional career role with uh, working with the company that you've worked with for many years, designing product, but then also doing your own product, having your own free will to explore and design whatever you want. You've kind of created those two spaces. Yeah, I, I'm glad that that I did that finally because it's like I think for for years I coasted on the fact that like wow I got this job and I'm like I can do like my job really did fulfill me creatively uh and I relied on it to be my main source of creative expression and uh that was great people if you have bought a card literally anywhere you probably <laughs> purchased something that Jessa designed yeah, there's a card line that I did for the company that I work for called called Positively Green that um I mean it's been around since I started working for the company which has been 15 years. Uh I just got done designing I think my 600th card um in that line. And I wouldn't say that that line like represents my artistic style but it it's something that I've done for years and years. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, even though I had a, a like, even though my job is great, uh, you burn out, like you need, you need your own thing. Cause I got, I got very uh, rigid mm -hmm. with feedback from, uh, <laughs> from my bosses and, you know, other people. I would, they're just like, oh, can you change the color? I'm like, no, I want it that way. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I, I need, I need something where I can kind of be in the driver's seat. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'd say that that's something that like, even if you do end up having a job that uh, is satisfying and, you know, to you in some way, like that's awesome. There always needs to be what you do on the side to make yourself feel human yeah. <laughs> and creatively fulfilled. Um, yeah. I've been thinking a lot recently about, uh, I've had a lot of friends tell me lately that they've just been burning out by the end of the week. Every week, they're burnt out. Uh, they come to the weekend and either have more work to do and they don't want to do it, or they're just like, just zapped and need to zone out. Um, and I've been thinking about that for myself. Like, why do we hold ourselves to this expectation of being, having the same ability, the same abilities, the same energy level, all of that that we had last week, this week, and then expecting to have the exact same 
energy level abilities next week. That is not natural. That is a capitalist system's expectation of us being robots. We are humans. We're supposed to like have waves. And I think especially artistic, creative people need to have our waves, our ups and downs of our energy, our excitement, our enthusiasm, our curiosity, uh, because stagnant like sure stability can turn into stagnancy so quickly Mm -hmm. so I started thinking of um excuse me I'm going to talk about my moon cycle if you will (laughs) I'm on my moon cycle periods humans with uteruses have these that is when I think of like that week is winter for me Mm. gonna be introverted I'm literally shedding I'm (laughs) feeling horrible I need to go inward I need to isolate and that's okay it's a time to give yourself permission to be that little hermit but then the next week is spring you are starting to feel a refresh and a lightness and you're getting a little more excited to be out and about this week I am in my summer week I'm calling it and I genuinely do feel like excited to be engaging with lots of people and I'm trusting that next week will be autumn And I will want to kind of get ready for winter again. Like it'll be a preparation time. And as I've shifted into that thinking of allowing each week to be slightly different and purposely different than the last, I feel like I'm gaining more creative inspiration. I'm, I'm like looking forward to in two or three weeks when I'm in a hibernation mode or in two or three weeks when I'm going to be more excited and that has been so nice in reframing my everyday mood and purpose um and it feels like to me like each of you have kind of created your own version of building those systems of permission giving and creative expression and existence uh parsing apart different ways to express yourself in different spaces where you like Jess you have the structure of career and there's a boss and there's expectations but then you also have total freedom on the opposite side with all that you create and you decide where you're going to put your art how you're going to do it tom you have all these different characters and different tools and different mediums that you work in that you can bounce around and be different selves express different parts of self um but still then gain excitement by going on to the next and i think more people deserve opportunity to do that to create Mm. these different pockets of existence uh because I think that also speaks to the many selves that live within you like Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you to list one word that is most important to you I didn't say express every single word that's important to you I said five words because I wanted to kind of give you space to have a couple of selves that need fulfillment but not go to any one extreme. Um, And I think it's really special that you both put home as a core word because it does, I think that really speaks to your, your knowing yourself and knowing your needs, having the ability to advocate for your needs in, in all of those different ways, in humor, in love, in self-expression. And I love that about you too. You're you're saying such kind and complimentary things, and I, I appreciate hearing it. And uh, 
but also I know that there's this whole other side to like, like one of the words I think was one of the words safety. Um, or is that like, I did not put safety down. You didn't put safety. Um, no, I said, I said, I said safety. Okay. Rest and safety when I was talking earlier. Yeah. Well, I think also there was like the word comfort, which comfort and safety. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's kind of something that like, yeah. And I know I've made a lot of decisions in my life out of fear Mm -hmm. um, because I want that safety and security. And um, like, I don't know, like I, I know so many people out there who, you know, freelance is their sole thing like that's that's how they're making money is Mm -hmm. doing their own business off on their own I don't want to ever do that I'm so (laughs) scared of that I I feel like I wouldn't be able to uh I don't know flourishing or maybe I would be able to flourish I don't know like it's a big unknown but it's an unknown Mm -hmm. that I don't I don't want to dip into and I I kind of have the privilege to not have to right now and I mean gosh I oh man I I do I I I wish I wish people had the structures that could help like give them a level of security where I mean like is it like the hierarchy of needs and like Mm -hmm. when those are like met you can finally start to like explore and do yeah like some of that good like soul work that we all freaking need as humans, but very few of us actually are given the opportunities to do that. And I'm thankful that I have it, but I know that I've kind of squirreled that away for myself because I'm really like, I know that I'm too scared <laughs> to just uh, explore on my own without a safety net. Yeah. That's, and that's normal. That's, yeah. I think that's a pretty, uh, I think, it's important to, of course, acknowledge the privilege that you have. And it's also important to recognize the fragility of your privilege too. Oh yeah. And so even um, in any space, there will be decisions made out of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people are fueled by it. <laughs> some people, I think in a way, every person kind of has a little bit of fuel that comes from fear. Uh, and causes us to make the decisions that we make and that's okay we're weird animals that uh, have had thousands and thousands of years of living in fight or flight Um, so whatever (laughs) acceptance is good yeah what you made some choices out of fear (laughs) come on man we do it all the time (laughs) yeah I don't I don't feel a lot of shame about it anymore but it is something that I, I, it is, it's important to my narrative. Like, I just wouldn't want to ever put across the feeling that like, yeah, like, I just know how to really Things perfect. Um, get everything going. Yeah, no, no, I, no. and uh, I, it's interesting even hearing you talk about energy and, and, uh, you know, the, your moon cycle and, and how <laughs> things ebb and flow. That's not even something that I've thought to consider and I wondered, like, is that something that you can reliably, like, can you rely on that? If you can, like, if you can chart out and know, like, oh, this week is going to be this for me. And there's a party that week. Oh, no, maybe I won't have it. Like, do you, 
think about things like that way at all? Or is it just like, okay. I don't put too much pressure on myself. I think I just try to any system that I build the, the goal of it always is acceptance. Yeah. Uh, So if I build a structure for myself, like I am too good at building structure sometimes to the point that I trap myself. Uh, that's not going to lead me to a place of accepting where I'm at. Um, like giving myself 10 tasks to do every day will make me rebel against myself. I will not accept that. I will be pissed at myself constantly for not fulfilling it. So with that, like with just a general term of like, sure, this week is winter, this week is autumn. I'm also giving myself permission to say like, uh, last week was winter. And this winter is going on for a while. (laughs) This this is winter this week too. Um, Mm. Because I think if I just compare myself to nature, I'm I'm a being that has come from nature. I allow nature to have random days of storms. Mm. I allow nature to have a flood of water one day. I'm allowed to have a flood of tears one day. Sometimes emotions and experiences are unpredictable, just like nature Mm. itself. So if it's more me thinking about like, uh, I accept that I am a creature that flows through experiences. Nothing is truly set, but here's some kind of groundwork to mm-hmm. help me accept that things will flow. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about like what we, we have various privileges and biases about our perspectives and stuff like that, but everyone is vulnerable to crisis mm-hmm. um and of the self and of um fear of uh failing in some kind of abstract way like uh, or existential dread or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it and i i've learned a lot in my like uh well the last i would say or midlife last five seven years or whatever of like when when um great fear takes you at least in my case there's oftentimes a place i need to i mean it's like a simultaneous acceptance and rejection all at the same time where i'm like i need to change something i accept that that i need this thing you know to change (laughs) it and but it also maybe means doing painful almost destructive acts uh, sometimes of like ripping things apart and letting things fall and um and like jess and i both have different times in our our last like i would say seven years or so where a system is failing and Mm -hmm. and you know uh, from our childhood or from our what we thought we needed to do and then maybe we can't you know and and stuff I, i i don't know i that comforts me knowing that like having a like a breakdown like emotional breakdown or some sort of breakdown usually means you need something that you're kind of saying, no, like I don't, I'm not allowed to have that or, you know, I don't want to rock the boat in my world, Mm -hmm. but it, it, but then it can be very, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) When I, uh, right before the pandemic hit, uh, I had right before for three years in therapy, my therapist leading up to the pandemic had been saying, uh, Marae, you're going to have to blow things up at some point. And I'd be like, no, no, I don't, no, I don't. I can hold it all 
all together. She'd be like, no, you're going to blow it up at some point and everyone's going to look at you and question it and everyone's going to judge, but you will know that we've talked about this for three years in therapy. It's always been coming and it will be the right thing to do. Uh, and I think everybody, that's a part of growing up. And I think that's also, I'm going to keep complimenting you deal with it. That's what this show is. I'm going to compliment you. Um, it is a huge deal to be people who have chosen to stay together since a really young age. That's a huge deal. Uh, and to not, um, force each other to play roles that you've played since the beginning of time. Um, it's like a requirement in a healthy relationship and as healthy individuals to have identity shifts and mm -hmm. to tear down, if, if I make some more woo-woo parallels, uh, in the tarot, in the arc of the major arcana, there is the tower, which is a time and a season when you just need to fall. You need to mm -hmm. fall, you need to blow shit up. Um, and then rise up even greater afterwards. And I think that's also something that you both have been willing to do, even amidst fear, to have your huge breakdowns while still uh, trusting that you will rebuild later and choose to stay together and choose to pursue one another as you shift and change, as your hair goes from short to long, as your, <laughs> and your identity does the same. Uh, I think that's a beautiful thing that you both have done. You made it through a pandemic together. That's wild. So yeah, even we kind of dug it as far as like the, the <laughs> yeah, just like, being yes. at home because we <laughs> like home so much. Obviously we both chose <laughs> home in the list, <laughs> but, but yeah, so we, we kind of, I mean, not that it was fun uh, to have fear of the, what was going on and un the unknown and everything, but like, uh, but but we were, we kept each other company for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I do think. Uh, I mean, I think about the stuff that we've been through over the years, and probably one of the bigger shifts was um, for Tom and, like, I mean, you can talk about this, but just like and how it related to me he was you know animating and doing jobs and kind of looking for okay the bigger better next job like that's kind of what you do when you're running a business you're always trying to find like okay what's the next big job that's going to pay more and be more prestigious and all that good stuff and um he got a job that it it broke that desire in him it also sparked insomnia in me Mm -hmm. Uh, this was in 2017 and, uh, it's, uh, it was, it was a really hard time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It freaks me out to think that that was eight years ago. What the hell? What that the hell? eight years? What? Wait, wait. no, wait, seven, seven, wait, wait, five. Six. <laughs> Four. I'm, I'm, st eight. I'm struggling with math right now. So six years? Sorry, six, six years. years. We got there. Six years. Oh my gosh. It, it's the, that pandemic time that, you know, mm -hmm. it made it felt like it was a billion years. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. so funny. It's actually around uh, Valentine's Day. That's actually the, that was when it was kicking in for me, at least the yeah. uh, not being able to sleep. 
because Tom was like working all hours mm, and yeah. not I, like we weren't connecting as much anymore. Yeah. And I felt like, yeah. oh yeah, well, I, I can chill. I can like watch TV or go to bed without him and that's fine. But there was something in my body that ultimately like it broke. And then, I mean, then that also like shifted into like hormonal issues that caused uh, sleep disturbances, but that was the main catalyst. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think your, your cortisol was just like through the roof because uh-huh. yeah. uh, you were just yeah. by yourself. And at first you're like, oh yeah, well, I'll just do my own thing. But then it's like, after a few weeks, you're like, I, this is my when's life you going to come back? When, when's, <laughs> when, it was when are we going to be together again? <laughs> yeah, I worked, I worked 16 hour, 12 to 16 hour days every single day till March mm-hmm. from January, February, March. So three months mm-hmm. or April. No, April. Cause we were going yeah. to Austin. Oh my God. It's, <laughs> it's a uh, really scary. And I had no boundaries with work mm-hmm. where I was like, would throw myself into the pit. Like, because I just had so low a view of my, my well-being i guess like in in comparison to others in the situation that i felt were powerful mm-hmm. like as far as like producers and directors and people uh well telling us what we needed to do and when and stuff and it was too rigorous a schedule and i just said yeah we'll try but then that meant like i'm i'm going to like pushing yourself and beyond. i mean it was all on time and it all worked out and it, but it it literally like sucked a year of my life even though it was only four months or whatever, like it yeah. felt like a year. It was crazy, and yeah. it hurt Jess, and it hurt me, hurt every, everybody involved. But and yeah, that was well, hard. Thankfully, that is six years ago now, and Valentine's Day is coming up, and you do love each other, and <laughs> <laughs> you love never put. We, we've never put a lot of stock in Valentine's Day. Well, so. but unfortunately, it's our it's our anniversary of like when we got together. Like, yeah, when we and started. We didn't kissing, mean yeah. for it. Yeah, like <laughs> he we were hanging out the night of February thirteenth, and then we fell asleep, and then he woke up, and it was like it was technically the fourteenth, and he was leaving. And he gave me a kiss goodbye. And that was like the first kiss that he gave me. And so it was like, oh, well, it's official now. So, uh, so we unfortunately. Well, maybe I have we... an assignment to you. Maybe the assi- he just disappears. Uh-oh. Hello? <laughs> Tom? Hello? 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 Okay. So um, uh, a, a program crashed, but it's open now. Okay. It happens. Um, okay? yeah. Maybe I am going to give you an assignment that this be the first year that you give yourselves an all-out, ridiculous, bizarre, kooky, fun Valentine's Day. Uh, One, in celebration of your quirky, fun, little first romantic, little smoochie. And two, uh, a celebration for making it through some garbage years and a pandemic. And three for ending up where you are now, two magical people who I adore. And I will sponsor this event. It'll be sponsored <laughs> by Maria Steele. <laughs> We're making it big in public. Just kidding. Don't do that. No, I think that you really deserve to pat yourselves on the back as individuals and as a pair 
this Valentine's Day and let yourselves be stupid and cheesy and cutesy. <laughs> Deserve Thank it. you. And yeah. it's also Jess's birthday a week later. So that yeah. also is in com- competition with yeah. Valentine's Day. It's a big yeah. one. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Which you know about. You you were invited to the party. Which and I'm yeah. not telling. It's exclusive. It is an exclusive party. But it does involve one of our favorite things. The yes. awesome karaoke. Yes, karaoke. That is, I've, I've missed it so much during the pandemic. I've never, I haven't done karaoke outside of my home during the whole Ooh. pandemic, which like we still done it, but in the basement. <laughs> um, uh, I had a little karaoke party last year for my birthday. That was just like six friends. And uh, yeah, I love it. I, I think that it's the best thing ever. <laughs> it is. It's the best. So you're going to do a thing for your birthday, but I'm also going to nag you about doing something for Valentine's Day because you yeah. deserve it. Well, we usually do like a little something, but I mean, we are. Let's trying... go a little harder this year. It's yeah. a big week. Yeah. Yeah, it is. How, ma- how many years has it been? What will this be? What is this date anniversary? Gosh, I can't even remember. Uh, it was 2004. Yes, so this is 19. 19 years. 20. 19 on, years man. of uh, being together. Loving Next it. year's the big 2-0. It's wild and it's cute. Well, you know, I'm here to hype you always. I admire <laughs> you both very, very, very much. I love you both very much. And I love that you love each other. And you really, truly are a dynamic duo. And I hope mm-hmm. that by listening to this, other people also feel that and know that. And I encourage people to check out all the magical things that you do. Uh, I think from what you shared, a lot of other creative people will find a lot of comfort from what you said, because, you know, I think what's really core, you both also said vulnerability in your list. And I think that is so core to being a creative and an artistic person you have to be willing to be vulnerable to create anything um there are a lot of people who operate in a way where they just they don't need to go inward but the three of us are definitely inward inward looking people (laughs) hardcore so that we can share uh in magical ways and I thank you for being here today and sharing with me. Yeah. Thank you for well, having, thanks for us. having us. And uh and grandma could make an appearance of if there Grandma? A, a grandma can. For it. Grandma? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, a quick hello from grandma. Yeah. Yeah. She, she you just need I'm going to sign off stay. here. Okay. And then I'm going to go downstairs, but yes, thanks for having us on she, the show. She has thanks to come to the here. the studio. Okay. Bye, Jess. Bye, Jess. Now we can just shit talk Jess while she's gone. Yeah. Just kidding. I didn't mean anything that I said. You wouldn't believe what she did this morning. You wouldn't believe. You're not going to believe this next part. (laughs) You never saw this coming. (laughs) Um, Grandma? Something's happening. Oh my gosh, here. I haven't done this in a while. Grandma? Are, are grandma? you here, Grandma? I am here. Oh! Grandma! Hi, 
Hi, Morea. I've heard so much about you. Hi, but we've never actually. I mean, well, we've met a little bit. Like, I think uh, you've watched the stream while I've been, I've been, I've been doing my thing. But uh, yeah, you're looking ravishing today. Of course, I am. I'm always ravishing. <laughs> oh, is she ravishing? Yeah. Oh. Um. So, uh, uh, so, so, what's on my mind is I, I gotta ask you what, what, what's for dinner. Oh, um, I am, I am not much of a cook. Um, but yesterday I made a beautiful grilled cheese. Three days ago, um, I tried to make a pancake and I accidentally dumped, uh, half of the bag of frozen blueberries into the pancake mix and it froze all of the mix (laughs) congealed. Um, and that's how bad of a cook I am. (laughs) Aww. Are you disappointed, well, Grandma? So, so, but no, no, no. I'm, I'm not disappointed at all. I'm, I have, uh, I have minions bring me food sometimes. Oh. Um, well, I just wanted to. I mean, not, not like the stupid movie minions. I mean, like, I mean, I basically mean Tom. Oh yes, yes, Your little page boy. Um, but so, what was what 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 made this grilled cheese like so good? Butter. It's just a lot of butter and sourdough bread. And what, what kind of cheese? Just cheddar. Just cheddar. Just cheddar. Yeah. This, 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 this is what I want to know about. I'm, I'm all about uh, foods and snacks and, uh, and yeah. I'm a simple gal. You know, if I had a bajillion dollars, I would just buy lots of delicious food that other people have made because it's just not my skill. I love art, Grandma. I know that you do but too. You're, but, but your lovely your lovely partner is a is a is a mega cook. I've 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 sampled some of uh, their pizza and oh my gosh, mm-hmm. so good. She likes those anchovies. How do you feel about anchovies? Um, as long as they're not too big, like I like a minced up minced up real nice and small in a salad. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I don't know when it when it's that like big old slab of fish. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's not your vibe. Hey, have but you the been flavor's fine. Have Girl. I been dating? Yeah, I'm just curious. I don't know. Um, uh, I've been swiping. <laughs> what apps are you on? I'm on Hinge okay. and um, Coffee Meets Bagel. Coffee Meets Bagel. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think, think coffee the, or the bagel. I think I'm more bagelish. I see it. I see that for you. Yeah. Delicious. May I say? I'm thick. I'm so thick. You're making me hungry. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, 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 no connections. But um, so on my show, uh, we have a hunk of the week, though. So uh, I'm always I'm always on always on the lookout for a new hunk. Okay, well, I'll let you know if I see any hot hunks of cheese out on the streets. Nice. Cheesy cheese balls, cheese, cheese balls, log. cheese log, log boy. Mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a log boy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, strike that from the record. <laughs> a stick, a little stick thing. That was one of my um, nicknames growing up. My nicknames were thing? people called me stick bug, stick girl, giraffe, uh, twig, uh, just anything that looked very like snappable. That kind of sounds not cool. 
Yeah, I could have had you around. I think that you you could have fought my bullies for me. Am I right? Oh, I would have fucked him up. That's my girl. Oh. Watch out. Foul <laughs> language. I'm allowed to swear. She said it was okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Shit. Shoot. Shoot. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ass. Um, hey, Grandma, could I request that you like sing us a song out? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I can do you that. Any, you got any jazzy tunes? Um, Tom, do you have any? Do, I can do the lullaby stuff. Oh, yeah. I will. Uh, let's just put us to sleep. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Good night, sweet podcast listeners. I hope you're okay tonight and have a nice set of drinks and food for you. I love you so, my baby Bo. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. That's beautiful. I, thank you, yeah, Grandma. It's fine. Yeah. Thanks, Grandma. Well, thank you, Grandma, Thanks. for being here. Thank you, Duck. Thank you, Borb. Thank you, Tom. And thank you, Jess. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.